what up, though? Make sure you tune in to the Detroit is Different After Dark Network to hear the retired hood rap morning show hosted by your girl, comedian T-Barb. You want to be informed? You want to get your laugh on? You want to get a little knowledge and a little education? Then make sure you tune in each and every Monday. We're live and every Thursday on all platforms right here on Detroit is Different After Dark. <laughs> I need my retired hood rats in the building. What up, though? What up, though? What up, though, everybody? And welcome to the Retired Hood Rat Podcast. It's America's favorite retired hood rat. It's your girl, comedian T. Barb in the building. And of course, we are live on Detroit is different after dark, even though it's in the morning. <laughs> we don't care because I don't care. We send this after dark, but it's in the morning. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. It is a very special edition. It is the last show of the year, which is also just our second show anyway. <laughs> so we going into 2022 fresh and hot. We have a great show today. Of course, we are talking all things Detroit, and we have two of Detroit's hottest in the building because I have the best guests because I'm the best. So I want you to put your hands together for guest number one today. It's the one, the only Swifty McVeigh. <laughs> what up, though? What up, though? What up, though? We also have uh, up incoming one of the biggest actors that you will soon know in the game. And if you in Detroit and you don't know him, you've been under a rock. So for the rest of the country, we want to make sure you know him too. And we're going to talk about all those projects. I want y'all to give it up for Alfonso Saddles. What up, though? Look, claps up. Okay, let's give him some little claps. <laughs> he deserves some little claps, you know? <laughs> so if this is your first time tuning into the show, thank you so much. Don't forget, each and every Thursday, we are live on all platforms. So go download us on Spotify, on Apple Store, on Google Play, so you can be sure to keep up with us. And if you want to see us live, you want to see what I'm looking like, you want to see what I'm rocking, what I got on, no makeup for the rest of the month. So if you want to check it out, you know, I got little eyelashes on. I ain't going to be fake. <laughs> you know, got to keep something on. Can't be walking around and look like a whole little man, schman. But um, other than that, we keeping it real in here. So if you want to check us out, make sure you go to Facebook fan page and also to YouTube. So when we first start, we always start with our word of the day. I think it's always important to start off with something fresh and also to let y'all know I'm not that ignorant. Because <laughs> the <laughs> Show get, the show get a little ignorant later on. So what we do is we keep our word of the day. So then that way we keep it fresh, funky. We keep you motivated. That's what we all about here on the Retired Hood Rap Podcast. And then after that, I go into my little prayer today. The prayer is not about whatever deity. It's not about Jehovah. Don't be talking about Jehovah witness. You can't listen. It's not about that. It's just about releasing some good energy into the world. Okay? So I want to start with this word of the day. And today's word is stop taking advice from every body. Okay. And I really wanted to tap into that because I know we're leaving 2021. We're going into 2022. And a lot of times everybody want to give you advice. Everybody want to tell you what to do. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't take any advice. Okay. But please be careful and selective who you take the advice from because the wrong advice can stop you from pursuing your goals from pursuing your dreams, from being bigger than uh, what you want to be, and also can hinder you. Let me tell you something. It seems like to me, maybe it's just me, 
Maybe this is my little retired hood right world. I don't know. Maybe you living in sophisticated ratchet, bougie. I don't know. All I know is that it seems like everybody who ain't got nothing going on is the main one who wants to give me advice. You cannot. Let me tell you something. This going to sound rude, but if you're real fat, you can't tell me how to lose weight. You can't. How can you tell me how to lose weight? You is 542 pounds and you fofo. You cannot tell me. There's no way that you could tell me. So stop trying to give me advice and stop taking advice from everybody. I'm going to give you a prime example, right? And this is straight up out of my book. <laughs> little marketing book. <laughs> Make sure you go get my book. <laughs> Faith Over Fear, Tales of Retirehood Rats. Available on my website, tbarbiesfunny.com. But... I give you an example. I always wanted to write a book, but I had a group of friends who told me that that was it, it wasn't for me. There's no way I could write a book. I had another group of friends that told me I couldn't be a comedian. I was taking advice from them on how I should live my life, what kind of man I should be dating, who I should be with. And none of that was good advice. The minute I stopped listening to them and got from around them, then I started being a comedian. I was able to write a book that was successful. So stop taking advice from everybody. And let me even add on to that. Stop being the person giving the bold advice. Let me talk to you too, because we're not talking to you. A lot of times we just putting it off on ourselves. There are people who are out here destroying dreams for no goddamn reason. Just because it didn't work for you don't mean that it won't work for the next person. So stop talking people out of their goals because it didn't work for you. Why don't you take a look back? And think about what you can do to improve your life. Now, I ain't talking about nobody trying to do nothing stupid, extra dumb. Now, come on now. You know what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about that person that's in the corner. And you got a friend that's confiding in you about something that they want to do. And all you do is provide negative information. Stop that. Okay? The hood rat word of the day. Stop taking advice that's bad. And stop giving bad advice. Trust me, God has already provided you with whatever that he wants for you, whatever he wants you to do in your heart. He has already set that path for you. <laughs> your mind has to be open. Your heart has to be clear to understand that. And also you have to depend on yourself and understand it. In this life, I didn't learn that. I don't know about anybody else, but one thing 2021 has taught me is that bet on yourself. Facts. Bet on yourself first. Facts. I don't say don't love your family. Don't love yourself. I'm not saying that because they're there as a support person. But remember, at the end of the day, you taking each and every breath. You taking each and every step. And nobody else can take those steps of breath for you. In mm -hmm. the minute shit get hard, you will look around. Solo. <laughs> it just be you, won't mm -hmm. it? it you'll be like, okay, we was especially when you be going hard for people, you be like, they they gonna about to do this for me. Then you turn around and they be like, well, it was easier for me to take the money. You be like, damn, okay, I thought we was in this together. So just remember that. Remember that you are loved, that God provided you with all the tools that you need. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Everything else will come to fruition. And, and drop some of that dead-ass weight because some of these people in your life is dead weight. Trust me, I was crying. I met my friend. I'm happy as hell now. Like, damn, I'm glad they gone. Pop that. You know, the first couple days be rough, don't it? Mm -hmm. And then later on, you be like, well, I got a couple extra dollars I had last week. Well, I'll be damn. Did my booty get bigger? I'm talking about I done left some people. My butt got bigger just because. <laughs>
<laughs> God was like, you left them, boom, two more inches. <laughs> and I ain't had none. So I was like, God, I'll take it. <laughs> Who else I got to drop? Maybe get some bigger titties or something. I don't know. <laughs> but that's the retired hood red word of the day. And before we get too ghetto, it's time to pray. It's like I said, just in case, you know, because before we get real retired hood rest out, we like to just bow our heads and say a little prayer. Remember, it's not about Hishnu, it's not about Buddha, it's not about anybody. This is about your relationship with whoever it is that you pray to. So let's bow our heads, let us pray. Dear God, we are so thankful that you brought us here. We thank you in advance for getting us where we need to go already safely. God, we understand that 2021 has been trying. We pray for everyone's health. We pray for everyone's well-being. We pray for everyone's financial stability, financial elevations. We pray for elevations in relationships. We pray for elevations in entertainment in the city. We pray that you stop the violence, God, in your name. Amen. Amen. I feel like that stop the violence piece was so powerful that I had to stop the prayer then. So, y'all ready for some more show or not? (laughs) That's why I love my engineer because I was looking like, I know you're going to hit me with a little sound effect. Okay, so like I can say it's the Retired Hood Rap Podcast. Don't forget, I'm your host, comedian T-Bar. Make sure you follow me on all platforms. That's T-B-A-R-B. If you ain't doing nothing tonight, Come by 90s every Monday, 90s Knowledge Cafe, 71 Oakman. We have comedy every week. But let's get off into these guests because I've been talking long enough. (laughs) Okay, so like I said, this show is called Straight Out of Detroit. I want to call it Straight Out of Detroit because first off, we're on Detroit is Different podcast. Make sure you support our platform. Um, But because I have some of Detroit's top in the building, okay? I am one of Detroit's funniest. Okay, that's me, T-Barb. I'm a comedian. And then I call my homeboy right here, Swifty McVeigh. And if you don't know who he is, I'm going to let him tell you just a little bit about who he is and what he means to the D. Yeah, what up, though? What up, though? Swifty McVeigh in the building, that D12 representer, Detroit native, you know, uh, MC, actor, philanthropist. No, I ain't no philanthropist. Everybody want to add philanthropist <laughs> to that, you know, maybe one day. But, <laughs> but uh, MC, actor, you know, uh, just, just putting on for the city, you know what I'm saying? Uh, representing Detroit life, clothing. Everywhere I go, and I'm happy to be here. You know, my peoples. Let's get it. No, no, tell them, run that. No, come on back. You tried to get away with that a little too easy. Go on back to Lil Swifty. Go on back to Lil Swifty. So tell them, tell them a little bit. Who is Swifty McVeigh? Okay. okay. Somebody looking at the show, they don't know. Who is Swifty McVeigh? All right. Swifty McVeigh, uh, D12 representative. Started off with uh, D12. Actually, um, I started off with the rabies back in the uh the early nineties, then got with D twelve mid nineties, um, signed to Shady Records for the last uh 23, 24 years, something like that. Uh, you know, dropped the album in 2001 called Devil's Night, dropped another album in 2004 called D Twelve World. I got twelve solo albums, uh tons of mixtapes. I done did plays, uh a few movies, you know, uh just out here trying to put on from the D. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Detroit representer. I got a Detroit Life clothing line represented everywhere I go. Was blessed to tour numerous of times um, around the world. And uh, and then again, 
thank goodness. And just Ted trying to come up with the master plan to keep things going. You know what I'm saying? So that's my that's a little bit of my history right there. That's what I'm talking about. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Next in the building. See, that's what I'm talking about. We bringing the heavy hitters. Next in the building, we got my dog Alfonso Settles. I'm gonna let him tell you a little bit about who he is. What up, though? Alfonso Settles, uh, born and raised in Detroit. Uh, I'm an actor right now. You know, acting. I did some modeling. You know, earlier on, um, I kind of stepped away from that a little bit. Um, just in the acting game now, man. You know, I got movies out. I've been blessed that you know it's on major platforms that you can see. You know, not just here in the city, but really all over the world. And um, just trying to, you know, like my man Swift, just trying to put on for the city, you know, represent for the D and let them know that, you know, it's a lot of talent here in the city. And we got more than just drug dealers and gangbangers here. So, you know, drug dealers and gangbangers, even though, look, even though I do got some questions. So we're going to we're going to get off into with you, Alfonso, because if you guys have not been watching um, all the latest, hottest movies coming out of Detroit, Detroit is becoming this movie hub. So you can catch him all over Tubi as soon as you turn it on. Um, his face is plastered everywhere. And I've watched quite a few of those movies and I do have some questions, especially when you said the drug dealers. OK, but we're going to get back to that because I'm telling you, it's going to get you. <laughs> All right. So you tuned into the Retire Hood Morning Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Detroit is Different, Spotify, Apple Music, and go to our YouTube channel, which is Comedian T-Bar. Click like and subscribe. You can see the whole show there. You can see clips there. Make sure you go subscribe um, to my YouTube. So, Swifty. Yo. You've been in the game how long? Shoot. Um, I could say professionally, I got um, I got my first deal in 1996, my first major deal uh, with uh, BMG, BMG uh, Records, Robbins Entertainment, and um, Robbins Entertainment is actually uh, Corey Robbins on that um, the record company. Corey Robbins was the one who owned Profile Records, which signed Run DMC back in the 80s. So when I was a part of the Rabies, I got connected with them, and um, they signed me for a single deal with the option of an album, meaning if we want to put out an album, we we will, but if not, gone somewhere. But uh, the single deal would have did, and then I ended up signing with Shady Records uh, a few years later. Yeah, so okay, okay. And how long ago was that? Um, to be all the we actually, business. We, no, hey, you can ask. Let's get it. Uh, we actually signed with Shady Records. Uh, I want to say ninety eight. So I signed with BMG ninety six and signed with Shady Records ninety eight ninety nine. Yeah, been a part of Shady Records in the scope ever since then. Yeah, and I, you know, I got my own own independent label going on right now, but I'm um, still up under Shady Interscope. You okay. know, like RZA and the Wu Tang Show. Absolutely. <laughs> Big shout out to them laying the blueprint on how to do it. Okay, so you're so you're still under the Shady Records, but you're also under your own record label. Absolutely. You know, you learn the tricks of the trade, and then you go off and do things independently, and, and you know, put it down on your on your own. I've actually had artists up under my label and did the CEO thing, but uh, it didn't work out. Not because of me, <laughs> because of the artists that was up under the label. So I said, you know what? Like you said earlier, invest in yourself. You got to bet on yourself. So I just start putting my own stuff out independently which which worked out why you telling why you telling that i got kicked off the label <laughs> <laughs> you telling all my business yeah you know t-bar got dropped uh no i'm playing <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's all love. Okay, raw collection. Yeah, raw collection. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. Okay. Yeah, like I can tell you that's so producing. Little homework swag going on. That's what I'm talking about. Yep. Raw Collection. Big shout out to the Raw Collection. Uh, Raw Collection actually was a group I started out with in the early 90s uh, before I got signed. We used to go to the open mics together. Uh, one of the members, uh, big shout out to Mr. Wrong. He was my rap partner since uh, 88 or whatnot. And um, we actually got to deal with BMG together. You know, some things happened, whatever. And um, I actually got my own label and put the raw collection up under my own label. And um, they dropped a, a full length album in a mixtape, but just didn't go f- as far as doing anything else. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So uh, big shout out to them. They all doing their thing, though. You know, now I do have a question as a as an artist. Do you think because you hear people talk about the majors versus the independent? On the bottom line, where is the money at? Would you say that the money is more with the major labels or would you say that you get your fair share as an independent artist? The money is is independent, most definitely. Um, because, you know, you you don't have no middleman taking anything. All that money go to you. Uh, the major labels, you get money too, but it's always that middleman taken from you. The machine, which is the major label, is the ones who do all the work for you. So you able to just to sit back and kind of watch people work for you. Independent is only hard because you're doing all the work yourself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Which makes it a little bit harder. But the prize at the end is is is, is much rewarding financially independent so once you get over that independent hump as far as the work wise you'll reap the benefits a little bit more than Mm. being up under a major label okay independent so um mr saddles so uh i know we go way back stagnation in the building this is my dog went to high school with him everything never thought about you as an actor i know so of course you know i want to know how did you get started um how did you get started acting? Well, I used to work for this this entertainment company. I won't say the name because they just, unfortunately, they have a terrible reputation in the game. But um, I started off there um, actually as an employee. And the services that they offered to uh, the public were free to employees. Mm-hmm. So, you know, from there, they sent me out with my very first photo shoot. You know, had had never did anything, gave me headshots, body, I mean, gave me everything that I needed to have at that time. And then they just started submitting me out for projects. So um, my first anything was actually within modeling. So I actually started modeling right before I started acting. So okay. started doing runway shows, uh, became became a. Uh, you know, doing magazines and, and just kind of getting more exposure and notoriety around the city. And then I got an audition for my very first film, which was called Ovid and the Art of Love with uh, John Savage, Cordon Blue from The Godfather. So okay. I was more so like a featured extra. So I was I was right there on screen with him, but didn't have any lines. But, you know, off camera, got a chance to sit back and just chop it up with him. Uh, uh, John Savage and just pick his brain and, and learn a lot. I mean, we had so much downtime. We probably talked for about three or four hours straight. Mm. And then from there, I just kind of got bit with the acting bug, man. I just started going to different auditions and auditions and I started landing stuff and booking stuff and I ain't really looked back since then. That's Now that is what's up. That's what's up. Y'all make sure y'all go over to the YouTube channel and subscribe. You catch us live, catch us later. So you got bit. So it's one of those things where you were just presented with an opportunity. You was like, I like this. Yeah. And just kept it going. <clears throat> really, it was something that I kind of always wanted to do. But, you know, we from, man, you either going to play sports or you're going to do something or you're going to work at Chrysler Ford, one of the big three, or, or get you a, a, a job making some decent money. And then that's that. So, you know, we wasn't really 
afforded the opportunities to even know how to start because right. now I get a lot of questions. I get a lot of uh, DMs and inboxes from people asking me just how to start, how to get it started. So once I learn how to get started and get my foot in the door, I just, you know how we do. Once we learn mm-hmm. something, we hustle and grind and we just, I just been running with it ever since. Right. I mean, which, which is, which is really, um, a blessing. Now, let me ask you this. When you came in, did you know that Detroit as far as... And shout out to all of the Detroit filmmakers that we know. Darren Brown, yeah. Dennis Reed, my, my Vision. I mean, you know so many um, actors, Moolah. I mean, just so many people. Did you know that Detroit was going to be so big no clue. on the acting? No clue. Because during the time when I actually got into the industry, you know, we had lost the film incentives here. Mm-hmm. And they took it to Atlanta, and you see what Atlanta doing. And you know, Atlanta they, going crazy. They going crazy with it, but you know, even though we don't have it back here, you know, they they trying to get it back. You know, that's that's more on a political level. I don't really want to touch too much on that. Mm-hmm. But you know, getting into the game, I had no clue that you know when I could jump in and in, in at the end of 2016 that it was going to do what it's doing right now, and it, and it's crazy. And I I really think. You know, and I said this on a different interview that, you know, a lot of us run to Atlanta and different places to get work. And that's cool. But in a minute, everybody going to be running back here because mm. right now we just, we on fire. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, and see, one of the things that for me, why I was like, I always wanted to do the dual thing is because now don't get me wrong. And and I'm going to ask you guys both this as Detroit artists um, that are, are very respected and big in your field, because you hear this all the time, that you have to leave your city to be respected. Do you feel like that? You know, the only reason why um, I, I used to say that back in the days is because it was a point in time in Detroit that where it wasn't a lot of platforms here. I mean... You know, it wasn't no production companies. And, I, you know, and I'm only speaking on behalf of hip hop music wise. Um, no production companies, no record labels like that. We had major studios um, and a lot of people didn't know studios for obvious reasons. But it was just studio platforms. But when it came to actually getting on, a lot of people had to move to other places that <clears throat> was popping you know, because they had other stuff set up there. Uh-huh. And Michigan is 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 really you know a family a family city to where you know you go you get on you do your thing and then once you accomplish all your goals and dreams if you want to come back and chill and relax and raise a family then you come back to Michigan and do that but as far as you know thriving as far as getting on you always had to to move back uh I mean not move back but leave out of the city to go do something but now it's thriving a little bit more than it used to be. You know, it was a spot, a time where it wasn't thriving at all, where it's just like, dang. But now it was getting back into the mojo of things. You know, um, hip hop artists are popping. You know, uh, people are doing things more independently, you know, uh, with independent labels and things of that nature. And um, I just can't wait to see it thrive and get to that to that level level you know what i'm saying but it's definitely bubbling but i used to say that back in the days you did have to leave here to to go do what you needed to do in order to, to get on then come back and chill once that, that was accomplished so so now so at one point in time you felt like you needed yeah. to leave at this point in time you feel like you can stay here yeah, yeah. and make your mark because now the microscope is on detroit right now you know, as far as hip hop is concerned, a lot of Detroit artists is popping. That's really, really making money independently like never before. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like you say, it's a lot of com- comedians, as you know, 
are here popping. Yeah. Um, you know, singers and actors. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody, the microscope. Everybody is looking at Detroit right now. You know, uh, with the with the TV show. Big shout out to Fifty with the BMF. Everybody is recognizing what's going on here, and and now they're coming here. And not only that, it's getting built back up. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you go down Woodward when you see Little Caesars, and it's almost like a baby Times Square up in mm-hmm. this mud. When you look at the light, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's feeling Facts. like, yeah, Facts. it's getting alive again, you know. I think that Detroit is one of those places that is benefiting from people staying on the ground level, mm. meaning that a lot of times. Sometimes that's even like like what people say with crypto or just different things. A lot of times, sometimes when you come in later on, it may be too late. But if you come in on the beginning, mm-hmm. then you get those opportunities maybe that others don't. How do you feel about it? Um, um, especially from an acting standpoint, because I know they say a lot of actors have to go to California, but Detroit is banging. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that? Well, I think we are on a comeback you know, and, and on the come up because, you know, we popping right now. We got so many hot films that's out that you can view on these platforms and, and they worldwide, you know, and I'm trying to get us out of saying Detroit films, Detroit movies, Detroit movies, because when you start talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, when you start talking about other states, when they make movies, they don't say, oh, that was a Cali movie or that was a Cleveland movie. That was a New York movie. No, it's a movie. So when you go to pull up a Detroit film, you know, if it's Paper Hearts or if it's He Played Me or if it's whatever, you know, you scrolling on, on your on your on your on your streaming app, it might be next to Training Day. You know, it mm-hmm. might be next to X Men or Spider Man. You know, so it, there is no 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 category to say Detroit film. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know, we on a worldwide platform, and I think we're coming back. But to answer the question, I think overall, you do kind of got to go away for a minute because you grow. If you just confined to 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 your city or or your state or wherever you at. And you might be popping here. You might be high here. And that's cool. And you might be popping other places. But you have to learn. You have to go away and learn how they do things, not just here, but across the board. Mm -hmm. And then once you learn that knowledge and then you can come back and then you can apply it to here to elevate even more. And that's what I'm in the process of doing. So, you know, do I want to move away? eventually but home is home i'm gonna yeah. always do work and get work here so but if i have an opportunity to go to cali like next month i'll be in um daytona beach florida oh. uh doing a film with mystical so i'm, I'm that's really, what i'm talking I'm about at, you know, i'm excited for that you know i got you know dmx last film coming up bum, 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 bum. Uh, oh, man, so, you know. oh so hold on so you're in dmx's last film yeah it's called dog man Okay, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I can't give you too much about it because only because it was the things that have been happening, you know, with DMX's unfortunate, uh, unfortunate, untimely passing. And then we replaced him with Michael Williams and then he passed away. So that kind of kind of brought Ooh. things to a halt. But, you know, we're getting things back started. But for me, it's an action film. Um you're gonna see me how you've never seen me before. So I'm I'm super excited to do it. Um right now they got a great soundtrack that they're putting together right now and they're working on. Uh Jada Kiss is gonna head it up. You know, they're having a contest where they're gonna be touring uh I think it's Miami, London, uh Chicago, Miami, and I wanna say Philly in New York. So they're having a contest here. So like every every state they go for the contest, I believe they're gonna take the top, the people they win. 
and they're just gonna put them all together, all the winners, and then put them on the soundtrack, and then a couple of them are gonna do a song with Jada Kiss. So that yeah, is dope. dope. Yeah. Let me tell you something. How do I do a song <laughs> with Jada Kiss? Let me stop. I'm telling you, I think I'm a rapper. Come on, Swifty. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Even though Swifty, we got some, we got some, we oh, cooking up. We absolutely. got some. We got. Okay, I'm excited. I am excited <laughs> about yes, that. Yes. Shout out to everybody who is watching live right now on IG. Make sure you go over to you. YouTube comedian T Barb, click like, quick, su- click subscribe. Uh, we got a few people on Jaquan the Hooligan. What up, though? He said, What up, though, Swift? <laughs> oh, Your yeah. boy Jaquan. Oh, Old you know school. what? I'm supposed to be calling my homeboy G Unitas okay. when you get here. Okay, okay. Uh, G grew up with you. Um, sure. also, shout out to my boy Visionary Nick. Shots is coming. He said he heard it something like The Wire. So that's my dog. I got a uh, cameo in Shots, the series. Shout out to her, Bellamy, and that whole team over there. We had quite a few people. T Harv, uh, what up, though? Donnie, what up, though? Let's see who else we had on live that was just tapping in. So we appreciate y'all for tapping in. Detroit, we straight out of Detroit today. We have Alfonso Settles, who is one of. You just correct me. One of the country's biggest. Look, I was about to say Detroit because we in Detroit, but I'm trying to work on it. And my dog, Swifty McVeigh. Let me ask y'all this. Okay, as two men in the industry, now this word, this word, T Barb, turn to T Barb, two men in the industry. I'm a, I'm a comedian, so I know my experiences are different. Both of you guys, Swifty, Mary, how long you been married to? Almost 10 years. 10 years, and your wife is so sweet. Uh, thank you. And Settles, you are in a committed relationship as well. Mm-hmm. How do you feel that that works, being in your industry and being married and in relationships? With the groupies on top of that. Um. No, well, well, I mean, you go first. You want me go first, right? Right, man, man. That was crazy, right? I love him. Like, I told you, you, go, you, you go. need to hang with him because he is so good. He is so man, good. That's that's crazy. Um, I mean, you just you just gotta have self control, you know. Um, since since these movies have dropped, and really since for me, um, he played me. Um, it then kind of put me on a different level, so to speak, when it comes to that. So, you know, I, I get a lot of messages, a lot of inboxes, a lot of DMs. You know, I'm learning to to just not just leave it on scene, leave it on red. You know, don't respond back. I try to be nice to people. You know what I'm saying? Or, or cordial, even when I run across them publicly, because, you know, if 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 they idolize you or they are a fan of you and you see them and they meet you for the first time and then you an asshole, then that's all they're going to remember you and label you at. So I try to be nice and kind of people across the board. So as, as far as the groupies, you know, I, you know, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, I keep it, you know, really about the movies. If I do respond and then I just keep it moving. If they want to take a picture, as long as they're not being disrespectful, man, we can take a picture and I'm, I'm just going to keep it moving, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, I oh, go yeah. third. No, I'm playing. No, no, I'm just saying because <laughs> because then it's a difference for you too, Swifty, because you've been in the game so long mm-hmm. that you've been married ten. So, you, but you've been on the road since what ninety six. Mm-hmm. Um. So, what what's your take on it? Like you said, self control is is the main thing. I mean, you know, and just stay just stay focused on what you need to do. When people come up, you know, know your assignment. Your assignment is to to show love to those who appreciate your music, and that's the whole whole aim. And then with being married, is is also a blessing having somebody who's 
in the in the music business or you know entertainment field as well so they understand so it's not a lot of self-consciousness or just you know walking around here all angry and mad because you're spending hours doing what you need to do or even talking to a fan even if a fan might go overboard or whatever that confidence of knowing that you're 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 selling a fantasy a dream you know you are artists and this is how it is you know but it all lands on you you gotta stay focused on the on the task and the task is to you know perform do your thing and if somebody you know tries to come up and take things to another level you got to stay strong enough to be like all right and keep it moving simple as that yeah you know what because i'm i'm gonna give uh kevin hart a lot of credit shout out to kevin hart like he know me like shout out to you kevin because i know you watching so um <laughs> um but one reason did you guys watch true story i did i, loved it. I loved it okay I, I watched the whole thing one day I watched the whole thing, but one thing that um, I loved about it was it showed that humility and how you can be misinterpreted into a bad person based on a fan mm -hmm. and having a bad day or not even wanting to deal with that fan. Or You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I love that he showed that because a lot of times we don't see that. All we hear is the media such and such was a butthole or such and such wasn't me how you know that this person wasn't feeling good that day we get that's just like with me being a comedian sometimes before i get caught on stage i get the worst news i found out in november i lost seven people mm. i still had to go on stage it was like earlier that day i found out my auntie dad okay you got a show tonight do sometimes do I want to do the show? No, but I'm an independent artist. I know these people have already paid me. Mm -hmm. I am under a contract. I didn't pay yeah. my DTE bill with their money. You hoes already done paid it. Mm -hmm. So I need to be there <clears throat> and I can't bring that on stage. Absolutely. But that don't mean that when I get off, maybe I don't feel like don't feel hugging like, yeah. or talking. So he kind of showed that. Or And then we do have fans that are pushy. Yeah, yeah a, lot, a lot of people <laughs> yeah. don't understand as artists, as entertainers, we are here to provide a service to fans, you know, and Facts. not and not just in what we do rap-wise or movie-wise. When you out in the public, we are here to service. You want an autograph? Yes. You know what I'm saying? So the energy, you, you, you know, they, they expect a certain kind of energy from you. Like when mm -hmm. we on stage and we perform in blood, sweat, and tears, I'm not supposed to let the crowd know that I'm tired because if they see that energy, their energy go change. Mm -hmm. So when I'm out, outside and I see fans, they looking for a certain kind of energy. And it's our dude, it's our job as artists to give that, you know, regardless of what's going on, you know, we might not feel the best way, you know, or whatever, something might be going on in our lives. But at the end of the day, this is what we're supposed to do. And that's, that's facts. And, and even for me in my field, <clears throat> as being a, as an actor, you know, People tend to kind of remember you like they recognize you for the movies that you've done, but they remember you for your best work mm -hmm. and in their opinion, like like Day Day, Mike Epps going to always be Day Day. Like he didn't done a million movies since Friday. He's going to always be Day Day because that's yeah. what we know him for. Yeah. You know, Chris Tucker kind of almost the same thing with Smokey. You know, mm -hmm. he didn't done tons of other movies that he was great in, but he going to we going to always remember him for that. So I think I'm running across that now. Like I'm always going to be recognized as John. I'd have people run up on me saying. You know, for the ones who don't know me, they like, you know, they kind of like the females are kind of like they want to come. But then they like, I don't know, because isn't it crazy? He might you know smack me. He might, right, right, yeah. he might choke me yeah. out or something. And I'm like, you know, that's so the opposite of me. But when they see you on TV, that's what they perceive you as to be. So, yeah. you know, it, it's it's hard when when you actually meet them. 
you know, sometimes they don't know how to approach you. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes awkward. And it's like, okay, I'm cool. You know, I'm not I'm not this person that you saw on TV. I'm 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 Alfonso. Because you know? let me tell you something, because Josh, so let, let's break off into that. So I don't know if you guys, like I said, if you are listening with this retired hood rap morning podcast, make sure you go like and subscribe. Comedian <laughs> T Barb. That's comedian T Barb on YouTube. I'm trying to get my numbers up, so make sure you like, subscribe, share, comment. Also, you can follow me on all platforms. I am T Barb on IG, comedian T Barb on TikTok. I'm trying to get my TikTok on, so make sure you follow us on um, YouTube and all those um, those uh, platforms to make sure that you're keeping up with things. <coughs> so, right, so we have uh, the movie he played me mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. Ja. Um, YouTube has been blowing up. Like I said, shout out to Homestead Entertainment because you see Dennis Breed stuff everywhere. Yes. He is the man putting that together. Um, but in that particular movie, it just came out. Mm-hmm. It was rated, what, number one? Yeah, it was number one in the country for uh, indie films. For indie oh, films, yeah. period. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are the star in that movie. Mm-hmm. And that movie, <clears throat> we don't, we don't want to give it away too much, but in in that movie, you play a uh, pretty mean guy. Not at, not at first. Um, you know, <laughs> we could talk about it because it's been yeah. out for a minute. Um, you know, Jai originally or initially was supposed to be uh, an, an endearing guy. Um, nice, sweet, you know, sweep you off your feet kind of do, you know, do and tell you all the things that you need to hear for you to let your guards down. And then once he gets in... You know, if if you get to talking crazy to him or you don't do something that he wants you to do, then you're going to see a different side of Jai. And I think that it's dope because that's a real life scenario. Like I had a lot of women tell me that they have dated so many guys like Jai, you know, and, and to be honest, some some of them have said that they like that. Mm. They, they like that. It's, it's... So hold on. So hold on. So here we go. Now we tapping into the to the psychology of people. <laughs> so you so and you got to go watch this movie, Swifty. Okay. He played me. This is you and your wife. You know, you want to surprise her that you know about a, a movie that mm-hmm. she would want. I mean, it's a good movie for everybody, okay. but you definitely want to sit down and watch because y'all gonna be like, oh, you know. Then mm-hmm. that's that's one of the movies where you talk to each other. Like, did you see that? You mm-hmm. know. So. You have had women that have come and identify with uh, the main character and mm-hmm. saying that they like the behavior of this. Because in this movie, if you haven't seen it, I want you to go see it. So I'm not going to tell everything. But like you said, it's been out. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a nice guy. Um, you, of course, you can see nice looking guy. So in the film, he's playing that guy. And then he kind of flips the script. And then they have a lot of little twists and turns that you're not expecting mm-hmm. um, towards the end. But he's, you know, he. He's out here with the different women, and you had a sex scene in that. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I'm I just did, saying, with, and, and so that's another thing because, and you do videos and stuff because you do have a woman, mm-hmm. and so you had to have that sex scene in there. Yeah. Um, it's a very woman on you type of film. Yeah. You had to really go there and embody this character. Yeah. So you know, I want to know first off, how you out here canceling these yams? about this character. I hope you be telling them, please, you do not want him. And second, how was it doing that sex scene? Did you have to remove yourself as someone in a relationship and just go deep into character or? Well, definitely that um, one, you know, two, you know, 
all the because I've done other films where we had sex scenes and it's always implied nudity, which means, you know, to y'all, we naked, but really we got on shorts. She might have her underwear on, you know, we we clothe somewhat, mm -hmm. but we're just not enough. So you can see that we naked. Right. He played me. We shot that like power. Mm -hmm. So the scenes that you see where we naked, <clears throat> we was naked. In front of everybody. Everybody needed to be there. You know, so um, you know, I was a little uncomfortable with that initially because I'm like, you know, that was my first time being like that. You should see Swifty. Right. So, you know, it was like, damn. But at the end of the day, I'm like, man, I'm a I'm an actor. You know, this is what we do. You know, we all adults. We didn't we didn't seen it before. You know, it may look a little different, but we all got the same thing. So let's let's just work, man. Let's get this scene. And then, you know, when we're doing it, it's not like when you watch it, how it's a continual thing and you're like, oh, you're kind of getting into it. You know, when we're actually doing it, we may do one particular position for 30 seconds, stop, camera switch, flip. You know, got to get her close up, got to get my close up, then got to get the wide shot. So, you know, those sex scenes that last, you know, 30, 40 seconds or even a minute in real life, we was in that position for maybe 30 or 40 minutes, but we got to get different angles. So it's like nobody's really feeling the way. We're just trying to get the shots we need so we can move on. So let me ask you this. Here we go. Here we go. Because this is what I really want to know. Because I understand that, you know, you shooting a movie. And I maybe I'm trying to figure this out for myself because when my king comes, and I'm, you know what I'm saying? I might mm -hmm. have to bust it down on the scene or something. I want him to understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, no, for real, y'all killing me. But listen. <laughs> so in these scenes, it's never a point in time. And I'm not talking about you per se, mm -hmm. but a friend or whoever. It's never a point in time where people don't get aroused at all so let's just say you in the scene have you ever been the scene the woman was feeling you or you felt like she was a little too extra outside of the professional part no i haven't experienced that everybody okay. that i have worked with we've been you know totally you know consummate professionals you know we do our work we get our scenes and then we keep it moving okay. you know i've never dated or or had anybody try to come at me later on after we shoot the scene we, we do what we got to do and we keep it moving and then on top of that even though even if I was single, I wouldn't want to because the scene here in Detroit for the films is small. And if it go left, you know, it's just like somebody you work with, you mm -hmm. went and then y'all break up and then you got to still see this person and it might get weird. And you don't you don't want that. So it's, it's best not to, you know, do that or or uh, fraternize, you know, with your coworkers in that aspect. You know, for me, I just keep it business, keep it professional. Let's get our scenes. Let's get our money. Let's go home. Tell me about it. But that is absolutely right. And I think that's something that people don't think about in the industry, period. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's sometimes severing those relationships based on those those personal relationships, mm -hmm. you know. And so I tell a lot of guys, like, I've never dated a comedian. As a comedian and say I date him. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. I'm for real. I never had sex with a comedian. I never have. You know what I'm saying? So, it, you know, it ain't too much dating if ain't nobody sticking the wee-wee and the cuckoo. So, you know what I'm saying? But that's all I'm saying. This, I digress. Anyway, that's why I retired. That's why Detroit, he didn't want to put us on the regular Detroit is different because he said I'm going to say something. But I ain't cussed that much, though. Right. Detroit is different after dark. Make sure you go subscribe uh, to our YouTube channel, Comedian T-Barb. Also, we're on Spotify. We're on Google Play. We're on Apple Store. So, make sure you go just click subscribe, 
comment, like. We see some of your comments. So we like to say what up, though, to you. Make sure that you're following our guest, Alfonso Settles, as well as Swifty Mick. Yeah. Vizzle in the hizzle. Let me see. What was I talking about? Uh, a comedian dating. Oh, no, 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 no. Here you go. Who says that? And then here's Charles and Curry Fraser. He gonna write who says so. Whatever, man. Whatever, man. Whatever. For real, though. But I've never wanted to for the same reason. I've never wanted to come to a club. And what's so funny is I still be getting blocked. Just I get blocked by people just not want me to have to work. So I can only imagine if I snap one of these snapper moves on somebody. I done been stalked before. I learned my lesson. I done been stalked a couple times. I don't like this shit. You be thinking it's all good till you actually get stalked and you running through an alley because your coochie. It's like, no, let me not quit. <laughs> all right, moving on, moving on. <laughs> What'd you say for real? Because you was stalking people in these movies. So do you feel like so you have another action movie coming out. This less. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like this action movie will help you? Because to me, it's not like you were worried about the typecasting. Because it's that one guy, Swifty. You know that one guy? He stomped everybody. We don't know his name. He been in Minister Society. Don't oh, be a menace. Caffeine. I know you're talking about. Big shout out to Caffeine. His name, Caffeine? Yeah, oh, you know yeah. him personally. <laughs> not personally, but I know, I know who he is. Oh, you the first person I knew knew his name. Yeah, that's Caffeine. We call him Stumper. <laughs> he be like... Right. Yeah, yeah. So he always yeah. known for that. I don't think he could play another role. Yeah. So yeah. He's see, cast. I don't, I don't want to fall into that trap. And so what it is now, you know, certain movies like we getting ready to do. He played me too, probably uh, in the middle of next year. And that's I'm not going to say definitely, but that's probably going to be the last time that I play that kind of role because now it's already happening where I'm known as. The, the, the dude that'll choke you and, and beat your ass. And I don't want to be known and that. ain't that. nothing like how you right? is, That's too. nothing how I am. Like, so, I mean, it's cool. Like, I enjoy doing those roles. It's fun for me. But I've done it, you know, a few different times to the point where it's like, okay, can we see you in something else? So if, if it's films that I know that that's what they're trying to cast me for, I won't even I won't even audition. I won't take it. You know, give me something else. Like, you know, in The Bad Girls too. I play a professor. A good guy, mm-hmm. you know, and I got some other stuff coming up where I'm, a, you know, I'm going to be actually the good guy for a change. Like, it's fun to play the bad guy. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, I had fun with he played me, but I don't want to be typecast as that's all you can do. You know, okay. I want to show my range and different stuff. Mm, so, so that's good. Look at me, because I've been typecast as the hood rats. Like, no, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Swifty, Swifty, question, question, question. Okay. Um, Have you written a script? And if so, okay, so have you written a script? If so, what, if not, what will it be? Okay, I need to read that myself while I read out loud. My bad. Oh, <laughs> this was the behind the scenes, good. get in the front of the scenes. <sighs> have you ever written a script? And if not, and you wanted to write one, what would it be about? I haven't, I haven't written a script. But I got s- some stuff in my mind, you know, that I'm um, gonna put together in the future. Uh, life life story events. You know, I got I got a few things going on in my mind that happened when I was young that I feel like it could be interesting to the viewers out there. Um, some stuff that happened to me when I was a kid. I actually have a um, a book called The Seventh Star, 
you know, if you go to my uh, Facebook, Swifty D12, you'll actually see the link. And it's a, a three or four hour uh, audio book talking about my life or whatnot. And I got like seven songs attached to it. Each song has a lot to do with the story. And um, I'm going to take increments from that and um, write a script from that because I got some interesting things that happen. So I don't want to give away you know, the whole thing as far as the book, because I want people to actually... Let's not give it away yeah. since I'm starring in it. So let's not... Um, We're going to keep that. Yeah. I just casted myself as somebody else film live well, on yeah, my... I got you. Because this is my show. So, <laughs> this is my show. So if I say I want to be in the film... So who would you get to play you, though? Um, That's a good question. That is a good question. I've never really thought about that. You know, I shoot, I always was, oh, but you know what, though? A lot of things happened when I was young that molded me to who I am now. I would play, I would get my son to play a younger me. He actually played me in one of my music videos. I got a, uh, he's 11 years old. He, uh, he actually played in one of my videos. It's called uh, Never Stop the Fight. And um, it's about me talking about me get, trying to get on in the music industry when I was young and how I used to battle on the playground. And he's actually uh, playing a younger me in the video. So if I ever you know, wanted someone to, to play a younger me in the movie, it would be him right now. Because a lot of people are like, man, damn, he looks just like you. So it will make total sense, you know. But an older me, I never really thought about it yet. You know, that's a good question. I'm going to have to... <laughs> Think about it. Okay, you know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You might want to. <laughs> look, he could be the, he he twice that. He We going to make you look smaller. <laughs> right, See, look, right. look, look, look. Hit you better start angles. studying. The, Hit them right. angles. Hit them angles. <laughs> so, Swifty, um, you know, and thank you, everybody, for tuning in, tuning in to the Retired Hood Rat Podcast. I want to make sure that I continue to say that. Don't forget, shout out to our sponsor, Good Helpers Entertainment and Good Helpers Heating and Cooling. Shout out to Kip Fowler for always holding it down for me. Any heating and cooling issues that you may have. Make sure you go see them. And also shout out to my clothing sponsor today, Culture Currency. They've been killing it. Detroit's brand. Make sure you go see them. They gave me a, you know, I love the shirt. It's soft. It's cute. And if you want to advertise with me, make sure you hit me up. Email me, tbarbentertainment at gmail.com. Because I'm trying to get some little coins. <laughs> 2020, little coins, couple little coins. Okay, so let me ask you this. You've been on the road. You've been on the road with who? Tell us some of the people we know. Eminem, tell us some of the people, because I know you guys are huge overseas, and I definitely want to talk about domestic versus international in hip-hop. Cool, cool. Um, We've been on the road with a lot of people, uh, fortunately. Um, Shoot. Big shout out to Ludacris. We've been on the road with Ludacris. Uh, Mob D, you know, rest in peace to Prodigy. Um... Who else we've been on the road? Well, Outcast. We've been on the road with Outcast. Um, Black Eyed Peas, to name a few. Um, I know it's a lot of artists I uh, can't come to mind right now, but uh, we've been blessed to do do a lot, a lot of shows with a lot of artists over the years. Man, I've been on so many tours. You know, uh, I might be missing a whole bunch of people. Best show you ever did, hands down. Oh my goodness. Nah, I don't know. Like I say, you know, it's been so many tours that I, I have tons of stories uh, as far as the best show. Um, because, you know, you got to think you show on Monday, show on Tuesday, show on Thursday. So, you know, so mm-hmm. it's, it's just been a lot of. I so mean, let's a, go. Well, um, uh, um, standout but I, but, moment. But I'm, I'm going to tell you one of the best tours 
I can tell you one of the best tours I ever had in my life was uh, the Up and Smoke tour. Um, mm-hmm. The Up and Smoke tour was our very first tour that we ever went on ever in life. And that whole experience, that was man, was just crazy. Yeah, I watched that. That was dope. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, um, you know, just, you know, meeting everybody for the first time, you know, getting to see what tour life was really about for the first time, uh, really recognizing how, you know, Dre and the Death Row camp was th- their spirit was so similar to how Detroit spirit was, and we just matched, and the chemistry was just so dope. Rolling with them cats every day and just learning a lot, you know what I'm saying. And the fun we had learning everything was just crazy. I'll never forget that. We had some some great times on that tour. Okay, so Detroit and Joe Louis Arena, tell the story. <laughs> Detroit and Joe Louis Arena. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh oh. What happened in Detroit Joe Louis Arena? Oh, you know what? Um, shoot. Man, I, it's like a blur. <laughs> <laughs> now, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. It's like a big blur, man. Um, I mean, you know, just the whole experience was fun. Like, I, I, I got to really, really think in my head some moments that really stood out because mm. it was a lot of standout moments. But it was a blessing to be able to have that tour as the first tour that we ever went on. And all that stuff that, you know, we used to laugh about on my band when M was on a big old tour yeah. bus and we in a 16-passenger van following the bus. All that was real. You know, we had to pay mm. our dues. It was like, I tell people, it's two dues you got to pay. The first dues is the dues you pay in the hood when you rapping at open mics and stuff like that. Then the second dues is the dues you pay once you get on, <laughs> you know. So, you know, following the tour bus and getting that experience was was a blessing to learn from that, you know. But as far as things that happened, it's like a big old blur, man. I I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> that means it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> yeah, I like I when I did an independent tour, I, I it was it trust me, wasn't nothing like. Like, you know, wasn't no tour bus to even follow. You know what I'm saying? We was in a little Jetta, but we made it. And um, tour life has always been fun. Um, Question, Mm -hmm. Alfonso, do you, now that you are, you know, all over Tubi, people know your work, do you still audition? And can you give anybody that's up and coming that wants to be in entertainment a tip to win an audition? Do you dress in character? Do you come with certain props is is there something to it well um to answer the first part of the question yes i do still audition um not all the time because i have been blessed to to you know every project you do is kind of like an audition piece for your next (laughs) so people see the work they recognize it so i have had a lot of people reach out to me and just say hey listen i got a role you know, they'll shoot me the script if I'm interested. You know, we can talk business and, and then just kind of go from there. But, yeah, I still audition. I, I have no problems with, with showing up, you know, and going through the process of an audition and, you know, just going from there. And I feel that, you know, for anybody coming in, you know, that's a, that's very important, especially when you haven't established yourself. Nobody really has seen anything or, or know your face. You got to audition. You got to get in front of these people when you walk in. You know, when you walk in, it might be a panel of three or four people or more that's deciding who they want to give roles to. So you have to be prepared, you know, have a resume. If you don't just have the, a headshot or something that you need to get in the door 
and then you just go in and kill it. And then when you come in, you know, you just want to be confident, you know, you're not not arrogant or cocky, but just confident. You know, even if you're nervous on the out on the inside, don't let it show. And, you know, just read it. If it's a cold read, you know, just read with your counterpart and, and just give it your best shot. That's all you can do. And every audition you start to know what to expect. So every audition you start to get better with it. So, you know, that comfortable that comfortability starts to kick in even more and the nervousness just goes away. So that's what I would tell somebody coming in. But auditioning is super important, especially if you knew. If you don't, it's like a job interview. How are you going to get hired if you don't do the interview? You know? Mm, that is true. That is true. I mean, because, so what about the character part? Would, do you, would you suggest that if you get a script that the person comes in character or more as a blank canvas? Um... Now you you can you can come in character, you know, that that has worked, you know, for certain people, you know, even in Hollywood. I think Steve Urkel showed up as Urkel for his mm-hmm. audition. So that that helped him a lot. Um, more so on the independent scene. It could work, you know, it just really depends on you and what you're comfortable with, you know, because at the end of the day, if this is what you're reading for, the character you're going for, you're going to have to be in character at some point anyway. Mm. So if you're coming in the gates already in character for the audition, I think that will raise some eyebrows like, oh, he came in like this person. But, you know, it just depends on you and the situation. Mm. That is interesting. That is interesting. You are listening to the Retired Hood Rat Podcast. Don't forget if you want to watch us live each and every Monday 10 a.m. We are live. We go live on fan page, Comedian T-Barb. Also, subscribe to the YouTube, which is Comedian T-Barb as well. I put a little bit on Instagram, but if you want to catch the complete show, you can catch it there. Also, don't forget each and every Thursday, that's where you'll be able to hear this show live on all platforms, Spotify. So every Thursday, we drop live on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, DetroitIsDifferent.com, and I also share a link on my website, which is T. Barb is funny.com. So we almost in. Let's see. Oh my God. This has been an amazing show. First off, I want you guys to make sure that you tap in with our guest, Swifty McVeigh, yeah. Detroit Life, Alfonso Settles. Make sure you support both of them. And before, fellas, before we get out of here, any words of advice? that you want to give to upcoming artists who want to do their thing, who want to be in a great position, anything, a story you want to tell, advice you want to give, any outros? Um, like For me, I just want to say, you know, um, your passion, whatever it is, whatever your passion is, you know, keep keep your passion as your comfort zone. Like, allow, allow your passion to be something that you can look forward to doing. Don't entangle it with what you really got to do in life. Like if you looking to make a lot of money for doing what you love to do and it's not coming in as fast enough, do what you got to do. Work and do your thing. And then when you're not working or whatever, make have your passion something you can look forward to that you feel good about. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, and don't do it for the money. Just do it. The money go come. Because if you entangle it with, with your everyday life with things you got to do, you might get writer's block. You might not. You might get frustrated and might not be in the mood to do what you love to do, but if you just say, okay, when I get home and I'm going to put everything behind me and then do this, you feel much better about tackling it. You know what I'm saying? You can come up with your best work. So, you know, your passion is your comfort zone. Facts. Leave it at that. And then everything else will come. Don't just say, I'm doing this for the money. Do it because you love it. 
you know, then everything else will come, you know, and just work hard. Make sure uh, you don't let a day go by without uh, putting two or three hours into it, an hour or something. Every day has to go towards it. Don't never, you know, let days go by without tackling your passion and keep it as your comfort zone. You know, you're right. You come up with your best ideas doing it that way. All right, now, what you got for us, Fonzo? I mean, you know, kind of the same thing. I just think that, you know, when you come in in the game, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, but especially if you're trying to act, you know, you I, I advise that you get some classes. You know, I've taken a few. Um, get you some lessons because you can always learn, <clears throat> you know, and just be hungry, you know, be driven. You know, you got to have a work ethic. You got to have thick skin. Um, you're going to get a lot of rejection. That's why, you know, and people don't probably even notice, like, I have auditioned for a lot of stuff and been told no for various reasons. Or they may not even give you a reason. I've auditioned for Power. Uh, the games people play with Laura London. I had auditions for Sisters, Tyler Perry. I mean, like, uh, the game, like, a lot of shows have told me no. Or I didn't get a response. So when I do get a yes, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm excited because I didn't been told no a hundred times and people not even aware. And it's such a grind. And sometimes it will have you feeling like, damn, am I am I good enough? Like, you know, why I didn't get this? And I'm learning even still that after I audition, I forget about it. And I just move on to the next one because, mm-hmm. you know, if you sitting back, you know, it's just like a, a job interview. Mm-hmm. Just They paying you $30 an hour and you do that interview. And you now, you, now you're sitting, you're looking at your phone every 10 seconds. Like, damn, is they calling me? Is they calling? Is they emailing? You drive yourself crazy like that. Do the all do the work, do the audition, move on to the next. And I just tell people that, you know, just just be driven and and you gotta have a work ethic. That that more so than anything. And people around you or on the outside looking in will recognize your work ethic and that will inspire them and and, and motivate them. And that's something that I'm looking to do. Like you know, we, like I said, we went to high school together. Mm-hmm. We're from the Stagnation. of Detroit, man. Like they don't expect for us to be have our own podcast or be an actor on mm-hmm. a platform that everybody can see or be a rapper that then toured the country. Like they don't expect that from us. Like I said, all, you know, they, mm-hmm. they think we gang bangers and drug dealers and it's just so much more than that. So you just got to have at the end of the day, a grind, you got to be driven and you got to have a work ethic. If you have all three of those or at least one, then you on to something. And, and, um, and thank you for that because uh, before we get out here, I like that you touched on the fact that, a lot of people just see the yes. So they just see you on the movies. Mm-hmm. They see you in the top mm-hmm. number one independent um, movie in the country. Make sure you guys go watch He Played Me. Make sure you go guys go watch Paper Heart. Uh, make sure you guys go watch Deceitful Passions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Renika McQueen's movie as yep, well, right? And I love her. Shout out to Renika McQueen. That's my homegirl right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Deceitful Passions. So make sure you go watch any of those but they see you in those films they don't know like you said that you may have walked out with your head held down 50 mm-hmm. times they see you on tour with D12 and they don't know that you were in that little bus behind the tour bus because all they see was okay Grammys and nominations mm-hmm. and all of these mm-hmm. great things going on they didn't see that hey behind the scenes I was following this tour bus or I was at the hip hop shop over on Seven Mile, rapping yes. in the middle of the night, Ooh. where I got a ride there and didn't know how I was gonna get home that yeah. night, and I was hungry and eating French fries out of my homeboy plate. There you go. I'm telling you, you they don't—they don't, I mean? don't see the work behind the yeah. work. This is like I'm pretty Absolutely. sure you got a million songs nobody never heard. Yeah. I got a lot of films nobody's ever seen. It never hit the light of day. 
like you probably got jokes that you ain't never told. I got comedy so, specials. You know, jokes. people they don't they don't realize the grind behind what we do. So when you do do something and people recognize you for it and they like it, yeah, it's a celebration. Absolutely. You know, it's not about being arrogant or cocky or trying to brag and boast like I work so hard that when I get mm. something, I'm like, hell yeah, finally. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's, it's I, I feel where you're coming from with that. Absolutely. So don't forget, no means next opportunity each and every week. First go. off, I want to say to everybody, this is the end of 2021. We're going into 2022. I know you may be listening to this podcast. It may be 2024. You still probably popping it in because now I'm a mega superstar. And you <laughs> want to hear where I began. So you came back here. Um, so I understand that. So, but I don't care what year it is. No always stands for next opportunity. Never believe that a no is it. Never believe that you less than. Never believe that you cannot have the career. You got three people sitting here that have all made careers from nothing, like from scratch. No hand-me-downs. No here go to just a dream, a wish, and a want and a hunger to continue to do that. So, Detroit, we love you. The country, we love you. The world, we love you. Okay? Yeah. Shout out to each and everybody. Make sure you tune in each and every Thursday for the new episodes. I need you to subscribe to that YouTube channel. It's free. All you got to do is click subscribe, click like, make sure you comment. Shout out to Curtis Lyons, Jaquan Julian, Gerard, um, and... What up, though, Jaquan? Socials of guests. <laughs> he was doing everything oh, yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a guest. So make sure that you tune in each and every Monday. Make sure that you support our guests. We got Swifty McVeigh. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alfonso Settles. Thank, thank you. you so Thank much. You for Don't forget me. each and every Monday, 90s Knowledge Cafe, 71 Oakman. We going down. Showtime, 9 o'clock. Make sure you come see me. And don't forget January 8th, I'm at the Senate Theater. You can get your tickets on Eventbrite for that. Me, Jay Will, some of Detroit's hottest. I love you guys. And until next time, it's the Retired Hood Rat Podcast. Peace, y'all. Get it. Peace. You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. What up, though? Make sure you tune in on all platforms. DetroitIsDifferent.net. You can look at us live on YouTube at Comedian T. Barb and also live on my fan page on Facebook, Comedian T. Barb. Tune in. <laughs>